your number one podcast where we sing old school Nigel tunes. Nigel from Salem, Oregon. Um, you can buy their album on CD Baby, I think for five bucks or maybe ten. But yeah, check that out. That song's on there. It's their super secret hidden track. Track 15. Keep me in the bar. You just want to get that man a little bit. <laughs> you know, I could have grabbed my... F- I have a flute back here. <laughs> <laughs> you can that baby back there. Like, <laughs> I, I can play it on the clarinet. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> actually, I lied. Well, it is a flute, but it's... It's more like a recorder, but it is a flute. Yeah. <laughs> it could stay away to heaven, stay away to my balls. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, Rhett, so what was... I was reminded of something the other day. I, I, funny enough, at my brother's uh, birthday party. Uh, what... Before I tell you, what was... Like, single, like, one-liner or short-sentence insult you had? Like, what was the best insult ever directed at you? Oh, God, yeah, that was a good... I still think about that one. I mean, it's not... It wasn't good or anything mm-hmm. like that, but this girl one time, like, legitimately trying to get under my skin and get after me, like, was like, why should we even listen to you, Rhett? You're the weirdest kid in school! <laughs> and this was, like, senior year in high school. Like, <laughs> And I was just like... You imagine, like, a, a, a montage... <laughs> you imagine a montage or whatever in, like, Family Guy or The mm-hmm. Simpsons where... Homer or Peter's just sitting there thinking, and then the sun comes up, yeah. the moon comes up, the sun comes up, the moon comes yeah. up. Like, many days pass, and I'm like, okay. Like, I was so shocked that someone thought that that was an insult, because I was like, I was telling this That's not the I best like, insult you've ever received. No, I just, I said it wasn't the best, but okay. it sticks with me. It's too, okay. I yeah. mean, look, we could sit here and me, I could think about insults people have given me all day, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. There's not that many insults that I think of. Yeah. Like no one has ever been like, "You anal punching poofter, dude." I'm just gonna talk about that we, one. We've already talked about this on an episode. Oh, the Nazi. Well, no, yeah, that, that's like not. Skinhead legitimately called me an anal punching poofter. One no, time. ass punching poofter. Ass punching, yeah. But no, no, that's not the insult I'm gonna talk about. I was, I was gonna mention that as a good one. Bailey once called me a sausage wallet, which was. I knew that was coming. I knew that it. was insane. That's not insane. I'd never heard that before. And for your little sister. <laughs> for my little sister, sausage. they called me a sausage wall out of the blue in the middle of an argument. I, I ceased to be mad at her. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know. She calls me that all the time. So <laughs> 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 um, no. We, how, I remember how it came up in the conversation. We were talking about like embarrassing moments as a kid. And there was this one moment when we just... Bailey was just a baby. Um, we, we first moved to Silverton. I didn't have any friends. And so, some neighbor kids, though, I talked to a little bit, they came over and wanted to know if I wanted to go, like, rollerblading with them. I said, heck yeah! So I go grab my rollerblades, and as I'm heading out the door, my mom stops me, being the protective, you know, responsible one, and she's like, no, you need all your pads on. Your maxi pad, your... <laughs> my my tampon, uh, <laughs> So I had elbow pads, wrist guards, shin guards, and knee pads, plus my helmet. Yeah. I put all those on, and I come stumbling out of that damn door, and these kids don't even have helmets on, they're just in the rollerblades, and they start laughing at me, and at the time, <laughs> I didn't realize how good of an insult it was, but kind of like yours, it stuck with me, yeah. to when I became a teenager, I'm like, holy shit, that was one of the best insults ever, and yeah. this guy was like, I was six or, I was probably seven, Yeah. so this guy was, this kid was seven, two, or six, seven, eight, as I walked out of the door, looking, like, dressed up like that, he said, wow, you must be your mom's favorite daughter. <laughs> At the time, like, I thought he was just like making like you know. You, oh, yeah, we were watching you girl. Sand, yeah, we were watching Sandlot when that came, when the, the, that's how the story came up. Is uh, you know you play baseball like a girl. Yeah. Now that's not that much of an insult. Yeah. Because people society has evolved to where girls can do just as much as dudes. Yeah, society has evolved that way over the last fifty years. It's about time that society has evolved. So that girls are now finally. But yeah, it's equal. accepted. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. I'm not... Don't listen to that. Kane hates girls. <laughs> no, no, I love pussy. Because you are. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best awkward silence. <laughs> I never experienced better awkward silence. Uh, oh shit! No, but <laughs> only because you are one. <laughs> but uh. 
No, but, but like, yeah, but you, I can remember when a little kid when you said like when someone say like you do this like a girl. That was like the biggest insult ever. Yeah. Now you do that to a kid, I guarantee the boy's not going to be as pissed off about it. He's going to be like, yeah, I got my ass kicked by a girl in school the other day, you piece of <laughs> shit. Way to bring it up. <laughs> she punched me really hard. Girls grow faster than boys. I got my ass kicked by a girl once. Like, I'm sure you did. First grade? Last week. <laughs> she knocked the wind out of me. First grade of trucking school? <laughs> <laughs> First day. They got some gnarly chicks in that thing. No, nah, there wasn't any chicks in my class, but there was, I guess, in others. But, uh, no, um, first grade, some girl, I forget what I said to her, but I said something I probably shouldn't have. And she punched me out in the stomach, knocked the wind out of me. You smell like fish tacos! <laughs> <laughs> Brian Meisner said, you smell like a slut! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brian Meisner. I know, that's the only person from first grade I can remember offhand. I like how you drop Brian's name. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he don't listen. If he does, he'd be like, he'd be stoked that we've mentioned him. I don't know. It don't matter. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that's it, huh? That's the, I don't know. That's the best. That's, that's up there. It's one of the best insults. I don't know, man. You play video games online with people, oh, God, and yeah. you hear the best insults from people. Like, I just started the combining. Like, I think one time, uh, like. I don't know, man. People just are so creative. And then yeah. you hear all these things, and then all of a sudden you start combining them. Like, one time someone called me a greasy anal fissure. <laughs> so I started using that. <laughs> like, I was like, you greasy anal fissure! <laughs> you know, and then you tell people to die in a fire all the time, like, on the on games. Like, you're like, go die in a fire, you greasy anal pop! People really tell each, tell each other to go die in a fire? Oh, yeah. yeah. Video games are the worst. I never got in. I never got in. Yeah, man, because because it's like it's the same reason why you got assholes arguing on Facebook because you have this like veil of anonymity, like mm, yeah. almost like you get the you get the you get the satisfaction of saying it but not to their face, and all it takes is pressing no one's enter. gonna no one's gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, it's the same thing on a video game. Like you play for a little bit, and if your team starts doing really bad, like you just shit talk that you know like yeah. I mean, and especially like when you're starting to learn a lot of games, yeah. You're gonna get shit on so hard, but you develop thick skin. I mean, you just realize it's like, oh, it's just a game. And it's like the same thing. You get these people who play like on Xbox online or whatever, and they got their headset, yeah. and you get on there with fourteen. Cody's boys. one. Yeah, my, bro- my other brother. <laughs> yeah, so you get on there. Like a lot of girls will get on there with fourteen-year-old boys. Like I remember one of my friends' girlfriends would play, and she'd get on, and like thirteen to fourteen-year-old boys like. I'm going to rape you and kill you if you don't let me win. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Fucking kids, man. Yeah. And then you get to my doll, I really am going to rape you and kill you. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> well, there's that girl that was on YouTube, or I don't know where she was, but a bunch of boys were, like, saying all the horrible things they were going to do to her. So she looked up their Facebook accounts and found their moms. <laughs> and found their moms on them. <laughs> uh. Well, now, now that's got to be getting pretty dangerous to do. To be a troll like that, especially if you're a kid, because then, yeah, some girl could, or guy, or whoever, could easily just call your mom, or I your mean, dad, or yeah. or even the cops. Just be like, hey, this guy legitimately, like, threatened to rape me. Yeah. Well, and they're getting, they did get in big trouble. Oh, I, I believe it, yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's stupid, because, it, the thing is, because, like, a lot of kids, I don't know really how it works. I mean, when I was a kid, growing up, like... When I was playing computer games online and stuff, like, my computer was, like, in the family room. Yeah. And so, I generally, like, never voice chatted with anybody, and if I typed or whatever, like, I ran, you know, I, it could have been that my parents could have looked over my shoulder and seen when I was typing or anything like that. I just never really got into the, like, I talk shit with my friends all the time, but. <laughs> oh, God, I just read it, read it the story of my grandma, Joan. Um, she, when she lived, she, we used to live on the country, and then my, my dad built her, like, a, like a room. Mother-in-law. Yeah, mother-in-law home, basically. Yeah, pool house. But there she had, pool. she had, you know, she had a computer out there, and there's some chess, online chess thing where you can play other people all around the oh, world. Oh, yeah. And as a birthday present, she bought me a subscription to it. But I had to go play it out there. Yeah. And the rule was, I go out there, and I do chores for her for half hour, or whatever, however long it was, and then I can play. So I do the chores, and then one day I was playing, I was all of, I was in fifth grade at the time, so I was, and I was on there, and there's some guy he was be- talking shit, and I was pretty innocent in the sense that I didn't know how to really talk shit back. 
Yeah. And so I, I was getting frustrated with him, and I slammed my hand down on the computer. Cause a, he was also kicking my ass. <coughs> and uh, my grandma, you know, I was like, she asked me, like, hey, what's wrong? Like, oh, so I, I tell like, this guy's being a real jerky. He's like, well, what's he saying? So I tell her what he's saying. And, and she didn't tell me the greatest insult, but it was just funny for my 60-something-year-old grandma to yell at me from across the room. Well, tell him he's a little asshole. <laughs> she would. <laughs> I was like, I will, Grandma. I will. Grandma Jones said, you're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> she, I, didn't, I don't think I told my grandma that. I said, like, well, you're an asshole. And then he just ripped it anymore. And then, I don't know, I, I should have just handed the keyboard over to her and said, go for it, Grandma. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, uh, where'd Rhett go? Rhett, I, I can't, I can't vamp. So, can. This can't. is a loosey-goosey episode, everybody. We're going to be loosey-goosey today. No, I think video games is a good segue. Yeah. To talking about Starship Rubicon from Cheerful Ghost yeah, Games. If you remember from our last episode, we talked about how you're gonna, they asked you to do a review of their game. Yeah. And you actually, before we started recording, you, you, like, you showed me real quick. I definitely don't have the whole thing. You show you played it for me for a couple minutes, and, yeah. you know, so I could kind of see. And so I had I have an idea of what you're talking about now. So if you want to go ahead and maybe I'll interject if I have any questions. Yeah, Starship Rubicon, guys, is definitely a game that I think, and I don't want this to be a cop out at all by any means, but it's definitely one of those games that you you need to play it to really fully grasp what it is that we're talking about, or at least watch some videos or something. And I, I went online, and there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> you know, let's play videos, which yeah. is, like, where people are, like, video themselves playing a game and talking about it on YouTube mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that. And there's a lot of people got their hands on it and playing it. And it was really fascinating to see how other people play it compared to how I do. Yeah. Um, but before I get too, too ahead of myself there, so if you go online... And, and you look at, uh, like the Kickstarter videos and the stuff like that. You'll see the developer, um, who calls himself Wick. He'll, he talks flat out that basically the game is sort of like a modern reimagining of asteroids, right? Yeah, I totally see that. And you just, the way that the screen looks and the way your, sh your spaceship looks and the way you move, it's so reminiscent of mm -hmm. that asteroid style game. And even, Taking it a step further, like, when you're flying around the map fighting bad guys, like, there's asteroids everywhere yeah. that you can shoot, and they break into smaller asteroids that you can shoot. They break into smaller asteroids until there's no more asteroids to break apart. And, uh, but it takes it a step further. It's like asteroids on steroids. Asteroids on asteroids? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like asteroids on steroids. We love really. puns here at Dual Tates. Yeah, we do. Puns fresh out the oven. <laughs> <laughs> no? Bailey's not digging it. <laughs> Sometimes I think she just wa like watches us record just so she can feel better about, like... I just feel like, you know, a better person. Yeah, it's like... I'm it's not, like keeping up with the... You know, I am... I love I, I am really smart. <laughs> I am really cool. I really am smart. <laughs> I can do it, Mom! <laughs> I'm not an asshole. Uh, These guys are. So, like I said, though, it's like a modern reimagining of asteroids, but you combine it with... <laughs> sorry, that part needed to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's combined with a lot of, like, modern elements, such as um, um, a lot of customization and kind of persistent gameplay. Yeah. Persistent in the sense that when you play the game, you go through each level, you fight bad guys, and when you kill them you kind of collect money, basically. Yeah. You know, you imagine, like, gold coins on Mario or whatever. These are, like, little crystals. You pick up the crystals, and as you play, you can spend the crystals to, to upgrade your ship and buy stuff and repair damage to your ship, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but when you die, you, all that money that you made, you keep, and it basically gets added to, like... The college fund? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's like the college, but you can spend all the money that you earn each time you play the game to buy new spaceships yeah, and, and stuff like that to unlock new things to use when you play. Yeah. 
And so there's a lot of replayability there. And trust me, when you play this game, you're going to die. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there's just so much fun there. And, and, you know, when you start the game, there's three spaceships. And each ship has its own, um, bells and whistles sort of and its own statistics. Yeah. Like, like one ship moves faster than another. One ship has more shielding yeah. or more armor. Um, it shoots differently. And each ship has its own special ability as well yeah. that you can use when you play. To, you know, to just kill bad guys or whatever. Um, but I, I keep getting ahead of myself. And it's so hard to talk about this game without talking about it all at once. Yeah. But it has so much customization. It's almost like if you guys have played FTL at all yet. Or it even reminds me... And Kane, I know you're not going to know what I'm talking about. I don't, I've tried to talk to a lot of people about this reference, but no one gets it. But you know, for those of you who have played Kingdom Hearts and you have the gummy ship... The, it kind of reminds me of the gummy, the gummy, <laughs> the gummy sh- ship. Yeah, Just shut up. It's a lot sp- like the gummy ship. I hope they spent more money on their graphics than they did for the asshole to come up with the names. Right, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's even, I would say, it's even a little reminiscent of like games like uh, Galaga. And like 1942, if you ever played those at the arcade, yeah. and you do, 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 and you move your shit back and forth, and you do, 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 and then you get to the end, and you have all the special power ups, and you fight the boss. It's a lot like that, actually. Um, and even when I play through it, it even reminds me a lot of uh, Star Fox. Okay. For those who remember that game. Um, so it, it, yeah, it's definitely like a modern asteroids combined with like the roguelike elements of FTL and the customization of of games like FTL and and the gummy ship on on Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. Um, shit, even even other games like frickin' MechWarrior almost, I'd say. Um, but then it also, it's it's a, it's definitely a straight shoot-em-up. It's like a, almost like a hack-and-slash, even. And anybody who, yeah, if you've played Asteroids or if you've played Rainbow Wars or Geometry Wars, it's a lot like that movement style and that map style. Um, but, uh, holy shit. I just keep talking myself in circles because the game is... Like I said, so hard to talk about without talking about it all at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, one thing I noticed that I... Again, I don't play video games very much, but I, Asteroids is right up my alley for games that, you know, I've, I've played. Uh-huh. But what I liked about Starship Rubicon is the freaking... And this is going to sound lame coming from a... From, this is going to sound lame for me, but... Yeah. The freaking backgrounds, the graphics... Oh, the graphics, yeah, yeah like The actual gap. Uh, game graphics itself, like the space. They're very ships. retro style. They're very retro style, Arcade. which I like. It, I feel oddly comfortable watching you play this game. Oh yeah. But the background, it's not your normal black screen like Asteroids would. Oh, have it's been. very, very beautiful static background. Oh, it's like it's almost like it took. Maybe they did. I don't know. We'd have you'd have to ask uh, Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like he took pictures from the Hubble tel- Telescope. Oh yeah, they very well could be. Like there's beautiful know. like space images of like. It looks like a supernova or something, or, yeah. you know, a big ga- gas cloud. It's freaking amazing-looking stuff. It really is. And that brings me to another really great part about it. It's like, the first thing that I noticed when I turned it on, the, the first thing that made the experience real was the music. Yeah. You, know, you turn it on, it and might. I know there's only a few tracks. I think, like, what, there's probably, like, six, seven, or eight tracks. Yeah. And um, when I looked into it, I found out that they were made by this guy that goes by, uh, he calls himself Beat Scribe. Um, and he makes a lot of this style of music, yeah. and he's freaking good at it because it really sucks you in, and it just solidifies the experience. Like it's very like ambient space music, but it's also very action space music at times. Yeah. There, you know, you've got different music for the bosses. Things get really intense, but it just works. It just tie- like it's like it is perfect. It just ties it all together. It's like the binding on a book yeah. when it's well done. It's the first thing that you notice. Like, yeah, but it. But it's a part of the book. When you're reading the book, you're not thinking like, oh, yeah, this binding is great. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that you pay attention to. Um. <laughs> but I can't give high high enough praises for the music either. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed about the music, it reminded me a lot of like a, a lot of Paul Greengrass. Like you said that. Yeah. I don't know Paul Greengrass. Uh, I think he did Jason Bourne movies. Oh. Yeah, I can say yeah, okay, something It reminded me of some of the music music you hear in the background of like a Jason Bourne movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a, 
a chase scene or something, or or it's the background music in general. Dude, dude. my favorite. Some of my favorite music. Like some of my favorite music in a movie is the car chase scene. Yeah. In Born, when he's like, "How's your car drive?" She's like, "What?" And he's like, "I know it's the tire uh, is a little splashy. It pulls mm-hmm. to the right." Or I know it's a little splashy on the way over here. And she's like, "Oh yeah, it pulls to the right." Yeah. And then they. That music was playing in the background of that scene is yeah. so badass. That's a pretty sweet car It's one of the best car chase scenes ever. That's right. Yeah, that's right up there. Um, <laughs> so, um... <laughs> back, back to, you know... Yeah. So, like I said, though, it's definitely roguelike in the, in the sense that um, when you die, that's it for that try-through of the game. And yeah. You just start over. Unless you made enough money, you can actually spend money to like keep your ship the way it is and and start over which can be kind of fun if you have if you've upgraded your ship enough that it's really powerful yeah cuz then you stand that much more of a chance of getting to the end of the game which i'm not even close like i was barely able i have been playing it for 2 weeks i was barely able to complete like the first full but it's stage, not but it's not too hard to the point where you just want to give up oh no 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 it's just hard enough yeah. it's just hard enough that it sucks you in and it's like i can do this I can do this, yeah. but it's not, it, it doesn't just give it to you either. So when you finally, when you get through levels or you get further than you ever did before, it feels really good. You feel like you really accomplished something. Nice. You know, like it's, it, yeah, it definitely, it's definitely not hard where it's like, God damn it, I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm never going to fucking look fucking at this. Punch through the computer. Yeah, right. But it's, it's hard enough. Come on, brewery. I think that's a perfect way of saying it. It's just, it, it doesn't hand it to you. It, yeah. makes you. it just makes you earn it. And it's challenging, which makes it rewarding. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. And if you guys want, you can go over to starshiprubicon.com and you can buy it for $9.99. And it is worth it. If you look at it and... Um, and if you do decide to do that, you know... I'm assuming they have like a comment section or anything. Yeah, that, tell them that we sent yeah, you over there. Yeah, tell them you heard it on here, you know. And tell them you heard it from Duel of Taints. I mean, if you guys have any questions, email us or hit us up on the comment section or Facebook us, and I'll be happy to answer them. I know I'm not doing a good enough job talking about it, but I cannot sing this game's praises enough. Nine ninety nine worth every single penny. And if it's not for you, I promise you that the indie game lover in your life will love it. Yeah. Buy it for them, or tell them about it. Yeah, it is so good. I mean, I'm actually pretty curious. I might actually download it myself, go buy it because I, I, I guarantee you, I will suck ass at because I suck at video games. But uh, the freaking visuals of it, it to me, it had the perfect blend of retro and, yeah, and modern. And modern. It's very. It's and it's so. It's just like so reminiscent, and it's so. I, that was one of my first things. Like when I turned it on. You know, it's just, it sort of envelops you in a weird way. It's not like, I'm not saying it's like Mass Effect or these epic cinematic games that are coming out <laughs> these days, but it just reminded me of being a kid and turning on this game. Yeah. And just getting sucked into it and, and trying to figure out how to play it. I mean, I literally, I turned on the game and I, the first thing that happened, I mean, I died right away. Yeah. I was like, huh. <laughs> I'm not sure if I understand this game. <laughs> but, but you just build on your knowledge of it piece by piece. And like I said, you watch people play it on YouTube and it is amazing how differently everyone plays it. It's just fun. It's just, it's oh, just so a people great... like, yeah, they take themselves playing yeah. it and put it on YouTube just because, or yeah, yeah, basically a way to like, yeah, promote the game, promote their, what they do. If, if oh, like, I see. Okay. a lot of people review games okay. for like a, you know, not a living, but they review I'm sure there's some out there. Like, we podcast every week. These people get on and they'll play a new game every week and yeah. record a video of it. You cool. know? And uh, it's super fascinating to see how different... And there's enough there that you can play it differently every time. Yeah. So, I mean, so if you really like these fast-paced action games, like, like it rem- reminds me a lot of... Oh, God, you know, I, like we said before, obviously, Asteroids is the obvious comparison. But then if you want to get into the hack-and-slash comparison, it's like <laughs> reminded me a lot of Gauntlet. If anybody who's played Gauntlet reminded me a lot of this game going around on scene called Hammer Watch right now. Uh, reminded me a lot of Star Fox. Reminded me um, of Galaga and all that. But then it has really deep customization. You unlock parts and get new special abilities as you go through. Yeah. So it's not just the same game over and over and over and over and over. 
And there's a level of strategy to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know. Sounds good to me, man. So yeah, I can't. I seriously can't. Write. Anybody who knows me, uh, look, I don't. I'd like to say, and I do say this to everyone I've ever recommended anything to, whether it's a book, a movie, music. It's like, have I ever given you a bad? Have I ever given you a bad recommendation? Have I ever given you a bad recommendation, King? For video games, I don't play video games. Well, anything, music, um, movies. Know. Shows? I can't think of anything, so that probably works to your favor. You're welcome. Well, then again, a lot of your recommendations I haven't even bothered yeah. <laughs> to, to, to watch. Or <laughs> That's true. Like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I'll get to Green Arrow. Or Arrow. But get over there, and if, if it's your thing, look at it on Steam. It's in the green light section. You can thumbs up, uh, give it a thumbs up and, and get it available on Steam. You can go look at it on... on uh, StarshipRubicon.com. I'm sure you could even find it somewhere over at CheerfulGhost.com. They got all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. But give it a look. Very fast-paced um, space shoot 'em up action combined with really deep strategy and customization. Um, it will. Uh, it'll. It'll entertain you. Like I said, I've been playing it solid two weeks now. Yeah. And I haven't been able to beat it, which isn't a bad thing. I'm still in it for the long haul. I'm going to play it until I beat it, at least. So Nice. And uh, make sure you guys also go out and check out the music of Beatscribe, because I shit you not, he did a really fantastic job. So, All right, so, I mean, how do you want to, do you have, like, a certain grade you want to give this, from, like, one star to five stars, two thumbs up? Well, yeah, I mean, definitely two thumbs up. I mean, if I had to grade it, uh, you know, one to ten or, five, uh, or out of five stars, whatever... I would definitely, let's see, from, from 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. And I'm not grading it against other things. Because, I mean, compare it to a game, like I said before, it's not Mass Effect. It's not Skyrim. It's not Fallout. It's not the, a AAA, you know, essentially blockbuster title. Yeah. This guy made this in his free time and gave it in his, you know, putting it out in the world. Yeah. And for that, I'd say it's a solid seven and a half, eight. That's pretty damn I mean, good. I was like, so far, I mean, I've played this game, and so far, I, I literally, you know, um, if it was on Steam, which is a digital download platform for games, a lot like iTunes is for music. Yeah. If it were on Steam, I would have bought it, like, on the first day. I went to their website and found it, but... All right. But, uh, I mean, it is, it's that good. It's... You know, I would say I'd be I'd be very comfortable giving it. It's there are a few bugs, but they're fixing them every time that someone encounters them. Like I've seen YouTube videos of people showing little glitches in the game and stuff like that, and then they fix it right away. Nice. So, um, I mean, is it a perfect game? No, but it's highly entertaining. Well, that's what matters. I mean, and it's worth every penny. That, I just can't say that enough. Like when you. In a world when you're paying sixty bucks for a AAA game, I think nine ninety nine is a small price to pay to be entertained for hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. Sounds good to me, man. So all right, yeah, check out Star Rubicon, Starship Rubicon, Starship Rubicon. I'm sorry, again, this is one video gamer talking to someone who just doesn't <laughs> play video games at all. StarshipRubicon.com, and then uh, yeah, buy it and let them know that you heard it here. And, uh, yeah, tell us what you think about it. You can, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to our email and Twitter yeah. stuff later. Yeah, you guys can email us, you can tweet us, you can Facebook us, you can call us and let us know. Uh, I know there was a couple people who were talking about after I was telling them personally about Starship Rubicon that, uh, were looking into it. So, uh, you guys, let us know what you think, cause, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Alright. Cool. Alright, so anyways, Rhett, what's new? Is it just me or did we lose all our steam with that song? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome. All, all my concentration went to that song and your review because I wanted the review to go good. Yeah. You know? So I was trying, I wasn't trying to be funny because I'm like, well, I don't think it was funny, but I was trying to like actually pay attention and bring up good points. Mm. I feel like, uh, you know, the rest of the episodes gone down the shitter. But, but one of my argue all our episodes go down to the shitter, so fuck it. You are the shitter.
I, I probably I am, dude. Yeah, that's all right. But um, anyways, right? It's been a long time since we've talked about Star Wars. So I got a cute little story. Um, I went to. You. <laughs> Just I went to Tony's Keenan Comics over in Kaiser, Oregon today. Great comic book store for Fucking anyone who likes comics. Well, yeah, that's exactly check it. out Tony's Kingdom of Comics. <laughs> we're not even, we're not even sponsored by them. On the corner of River Road and please, spon- please sponsor us, <laughs> yeah. please. Tony, come on. Huh. No, uh, they had a big sale today, like a Valentine's a pre Valentine's. Tony day has the biggest dick of any comic book seller in the business. He's actually I don't think he's not a very vulgar guy. He's he's pretty. No, it doesn't matter. It's besides the point. You still got a big No, hair. so I took my... I took my <laughs> fight me if you think otherwise. <laughs> fight me, Tony. Come on. Yeah, fight me good. Oh, yeah. Not you. I was thinking... Oh. Not to- that's oh. not you. Disregard that, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I took Brantley with me. And we were there, and, you know, he's going apeshit because he loves... He's super into Star Wars and Ninja Turtles right now. Don't know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he fucking... He also loves Batman and Superman. Those are, like, his two favorite superheroes. You know, which makes sense. It's like the big, you know. Yeah, the big two. The big two. Um, I guess Spider-Man would be, make it the big three. But, uh, so he, re- but he really wanted a Star Wars toy. Yeah. And they had this little section of affordable, like, you know, little small, like four, in- four, like four inch tall Star Wars I prefer figures. to use the word economy value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like five, six, seven bucks, you know, per. And so, yeah, go pick one, pick up which one you want. And they had Han Solo, different styles of Han Solo, you know, like, they had Leia, different styles of Leia, they had a like, bunch of, they had Boba Fett, they had tons, you know, that Grand Moff Tarkin. No, well, no, they might have, they had a lot of the smaller, like, Porkins. The guy carrying the ice cream maker in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I watch that, that, that movie now, because that's my son's favorite one to watch right now is Empire yeah. Strikes Back. I whenever I get to that scene, I start laughing. I was like, "Holy shit, that is an ice cream maker!" <laughs> but uh, no, he picks. It is from Empire Strikes Back. He picks White Lando. <laughs> he picks the medical droid at the tail end of Empire Strikes Back, where you know, uh, Luke. No, no, no. Take it back. It's at the very beginning. The beginning, the beginning not the one that you when know. He's in the back to tank. Yeah, he picks that one. He's like, "I want that one." He's like, "Really? You got Han Solo? You got Princess Leia? You have fucking Chewbacca right there? You have Darth Vader? You want that one?" This is to a three-year-old I'm talking to. What do you got against the medical droid? Nothing. It just surprised me that he That wanted... medical droid fucking won the rebellion single-handedly. <laughs> by <mate>. saving <laughs> Luke's life. Take it back. That uh, th- This just proves my point. The medical droid is better than Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, here I am. I'm trying to, like, dissect. the medical droid has a name. Like in the Oh, it does. What? I, it's on the box. I had a name. I... C.S. It's like, it was like TS something something. Huh, okay. But no, it does. It had, okay. like, but in, the, but in, in parentheses, it, it had medical droid from it. I was back. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm, so I'm trying to dissect this three year old's mind. It's like, really, why do you want this one? Seriously. It's a very, very, very minor character. It has a, maybe a total of 15 seconds on film. You, you really want this one? Yeah, I want this one. Can I have this one, daddy? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if that's the one you wanted. Who am I to say why no? Why are you shattering the boy's dreams, Kate? Well, no, it's like, if that's what he wants, I'm just trying to figure out, like, why that one? You got Han Solo right there. I mean, if you think about right Star Wars, it's really a story told from the eyes of a droid. I mean, C-3PO, droids, R2-T2, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Only characters to make it through all six. six. movies. Um, well, no, I, no, I guess characters, Obi-Wan's in all six. Only actors to be in all six. Well... Okay, Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan's character is in all six. I guess he is. I mean, he dies, though. He dies. Well, then, actually, and technically, Anakin, if you think about it, Darth, slash Darth Vader, but he's really not Anakin anymore. He does, too. C-3PO and R2-D2 made it. Yeah, they're going to be in the seventh. <laughs> they're going to be in the seventh, so... Yeah, Anakin sure is fucking going to be in the seventh. He was Obi-Wan. Or will he? Jesus. You know, you can do the, the Force Ghost thing. Look, they're dead. Do you really... I don't give a fuck. Why didn't we see Liam Neeson again? You know why? We've, we've gone over this, though. Like, we asked that question. Like, why the fuck did he not come? He, he does cameos all the time. Why the fuck did he come back for like two minutes? They couldn't afford him. Bullshit. That's what we said last time. And you're like, he's George Lucas. He can afford anything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so. I don't know, your thoughts? On what? The medical droid? 
No, it's Star Wars it's, in general. It's been, boy, since, it's been a while since we riffed on Star I Wars. I think your boy picked the best toy in the store. It's the one you wanted. He was playing with it all evening. Yeah. Fuck Leia. <laughs> you know you would. <laughs> Slave Leia? Oh. You got any comments? Any more riffing on... About Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah, one thing. Han Solo is better than any other. No, he's Go not. fuck yourself. Indiana Jones is way better. No, no, no. Go on. Something new. Something new. Okay. Medical droid is better than R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here's a question. Okay. Who is your favorite cameo Star Wars character? I mean, cameo, they have maximum a minute on screen. Um... Biggs? <laughs> <laughs> no, Biggs has more than that. He dies. I mean, I'm talking like super minor. Um, I've always been uh, partial to... Um, what's his name? Uh, oh, fuck. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Bale. Bale Organa. I like yeah. Bale Organa. But he has more than a minute, though. Into the, the more than a one. minute?! Well, in the prequels, he does. He's, Bill. like, in the third one only. Jimmy Smits. Yeah, but he's in it for a lot more than a minute. He smuggles Yoda out of Coruscant. Yeah, but okay. he's there at Jesus the... He, he was witness to the... Fine. Anakin's or Darth Vader's massacre. Fine. I like Jedi number 67 at the Battle of Geonosis. <laughs> All right, cool. Fine, fuck you! <laughs> I just fucking made something up and you're okay with it. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh... God. I mean... Oh, man, you said you're going to be able to riff on Star Wars for a while. Okay, I like the guy who's like, My friend doesn't like you. I don't like you either. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fucking awesome... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The thing is, that's like the the part of the truest thing in that whole movie is sorry. That would have been my response to you. Look, sorry, what do you want me to do? (laughs) And that's what everybody's been in that situation. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I do? I like how Obi Wan doesn't even try to reason with him either. He just fucking cuts his arm off. No, no, he does. He's like, this little one isn't trouble. Oh yeah, you're right. And this isn't the one you want. Greedo. There we go. Yeah. He's in one scene. That's true. No, you're right. And he has a fucking name. He's like one of the most famous Star Wars characters that has one like scene. hot. No, I was thinking one of my favorites. I don't know. I can't remember their names, but uh, it's in the, A New Hope when there there's like a little council of uh, Empire officers, and they're talking about the Death Star and how powerful it was. There's one snarky little fucker in that. You know, it's. Oh, like it's, in the scene where Vader force yeah, chokes. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one who uh, Vader force chokes. He's snarky oh, yeah. little bastard. I was that was cool. And then um, Tar- Tarkin saves his ass, but uh, I always thought that like yeah, that, that guy always stuck in my mind. I was like, God, that guy had one little scene. He'd, he'd I also I also like the Trendosian bounty hunter who you know in the scene in Empire Strikes Back when Vader's got all the bounty hunters lined up. Oh, that's a like, lizard. No disintegration. Yeah, yeah, the lizard whose claws are like yeah. and then he's like. <laughs> What's it? Uh, he has to have a backstory. I guarantee he has a backstory. Oh, I'm sure he does. There's got to be a book about him. I can't remember his name, but he has a name. Yeah. Uh, what about the bald dude with like the the? Um. Oh yeah, the, on Cloud City. Cloud City, like the, like the back. Yeah, he's the, he's got a whole. He's in, the bo- he's in the books and shit too. What's his deal? I don't know. I think that's like a control. He helps control Cloud City with that. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. I don't know. I don't remember. God, I feel like a failure now. I don't know. Well, what about the ice cream maker guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you tell me like somebody did write a whole backstory for why you? Would yeah, have that those it? were like secret files. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so funny. I can imagine like George, George Lucas is or not the or was uh, it Irving Kirsten that directed that? Irving Kirsten. Directed Empire. Yes. Whatever, they're asking him, like, you know, we got all these people running. Some of them need to be carrying something. And they look at the, the, the table where all the food is in the back. It's like a hot summer day. Yeah. yeah. Like, so the ice cream maker. Grab the ice cream maker. Get it in his hands right now. No. <laughs> now, what you're going to want to do here, this ice cream maker, 
has the secret to all of Cloud City's riches. <laughs> so you need to clutch that thing like it's your newborn baby. And what gas is it that they're mining on Cloud City? They don't really say that I can remember. They do, but I don't remember. They're like harvesting the gas. Well, it's obviously not air because like when they're no, outside, they can breathe air. It's something. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about that little... Uh, how about the co-pilot? That's a good guy. Lando's co-pilot. Oh, and uh, Return? Name. He's got a name. <laughs> that guy is that really Solistin? Are those Solistins? I can't remember. I think those are... But he has a really funny laugh, like a... <laughs> yeah. He looks like the Hispanic guy. He's <laughs> yeah. like a little mustache. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bex is dead. But... I like the... Well, you got Ad- Admiral Akbar. And I'm not saying he's one. Well, Mon Mothma, she's got a small... Oh, there you go. But no, but all the other fish or squid dudes are calamaris. Mon calamaris. And Mon calamaris in the background that are just panicking when shit's going... Yeah. And the Death Star starts firing, you know, and and, uh, Admiral Akbar's like, We saw it! And in the background, you can see him just, like, throwing up their hands, like, Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! I I always thought that was a funny part, because if you... One of my favorite things to do with movies like Star Wars that I've seen a billion times is to stop watching yeah, the, main what's characters. the main characters yeah. and just watch the background, yeah. the extras. And that's one of the scenes because you see those... Uh, Honestly, I will say that it's like one of my favorite scenes of any movie is the cantina scene. Oh, God, yeah. It's the first time and you see all of those aliens. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, how great of a scene is that? <laughs> The movie sounds like an intro to like a co- like a co- the Cosby Show or something like, like the the lovable dad like walks in. People are listening like, why don't I just go watch Star Wars rather than listen to these two idiots sing this? Yeah, why don't you, you piece of shit? Yeah, why don't you? Fuck you. Empire Strikes Back is the best one. Look for it on Cinnamon. Just kidding. We don't watch good movies. Whatever. We're gonna do a Ninja Turtles one. Yeah. We still haven't done it, but we're gonna. Ninja Turtles works because it's like we did Conan, which is a movie I love. Yeah. It's not necessarily like no, it's not the a, greatest movie ever. Oh, no, not at all. But we've seen it so many fucking times that we don't have to watch yeah, it. Exactly. The problem is we tried to watch Goodfellas. Shit doesn't and you work. Start, you just, you, you just watch the fucking movie. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Also, what about Uncle Owen? He's a good character. He's in a couple movies, though. He's in, they have a different character actor playing him. Though. Yeah, but he's still the characters in there. Sebulba. He has a lot of scenes. Uh, I don't know. I almost want to take out Fan Menace like it doesn't count because that movie's so weak. I, it's still watchable. I'll defend the movie. Well, did I ever tell day, you about the machete order weak. of Star Wars? Yeah, you did. The one that your, bro- your brother had. Uh, he didn't. He someone didn't, told him about so it. His friend told him about it. But yeah, this guy called it the Machete Order, and it literally—we've well, yeah, we, talked could, about it. You could even take out Phantom Menace altogether. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I, I haven't even shown my my son the, the the prequel trilogy. And actually, there's a lot of stuff I like with the prequel trilogy, especially Revenge of the Sith. Is, that's actually a pretty damn good movie. Oh, I like Revenge of the Sith, man. And I, I, lo- I love Those lightsaber Phantom battles are so badass. Oh, God. I love Phantom Menace and I love Attack of Clones. Don't get me wrong. Freaking Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying they're just hard to watch because, like, fucking Jar Jar Binks did not need to be there at all. When I was in theaters and saw Attack of the Clones and Yoda comes out to duel Count Dooku. That part was pretty sweet. Everyone in the theater stood up and started cheering. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Same here. I remember watching that and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. This is happening. This is real. (laughs) Everybody. I will shoot your ovaries with a BB gun. <laughs> Why don't you go back to your home in Horror Island? I just killed a man with a trident. Did you ever see the sequel to um, no. Anchorman? I never I saw, I haven't seen Anchorman 2. I heard so many bad things about it. it was yeah, like, how could you... Everyone told it? me who's seen it. Everyone everyone I know who's seen it said it was unwatchable. It was so bad. That's too bad. That really is, because the first one is just pure... Yeah, that's one of those, like, the first goals. one you did not need a sequel, because the first one was... Just, no. You know, it's like, I wanted... Like, I think the guys who made Napoleon Dynamite, you know, maybe have got it right. I mean, I guess they tried to make a TV show out of it, but they've never tried to make a sequel movie. Yeah. They just don't. Just leave it alone. 
Yeah, why? Same with Star Wars. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. I actually read this article. Um, they were talking about the pre. It was like a review of the preview, the the the, the sneak the sneak peek trailer that came out. Yeah. And they're talking about what was so exciting about the seventh Star Wars is we haven't had a Star Wars like this since A New Hope, one that we literally know nothing about going. Yeah. In. Oh, how I exciting know. it is! That's we, what's exciting. We, we don't know anything about with the, the thirty years between this and uh, Return of the Jedi, because all the books. Have come out aren't considered canon anymore. Which, just movies and TV shows. Which I'm telling you, I will literally take my dick out, and start fapping all over the place. Like, look, I know, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I know that they have said that the books aren't canon, and I was so pissed about that for a long time. But Timothy Zahn, the author of three of the best Star yeah, Wars books ever. Yeah, we have yeah, the Thrawn trilogy. The Thrawn trilogy. I know. Yeah, we've talked about this, but I'm. I'm and he thought I was. I like, think hope is still alive for you because obviously the Empire is still around because the show Stormtrooper. I fucking hope Thrawn makes an appearance. I know that the timeline is way off, but if Thrawn is in it, oh my god, he is literally the best. Well, just because they're not canon doesn't mean they can't steal from it. That's what they said. That's what Timothy Zahn said. He's like, no, I just said that those books aren't canon anymore. Like fuck, he's like, literally take anything that happened in any of the books, and if it's good. You can bet yeah. that it's going to make it to a movie if they could. Yeah, like and they're going to make they're going to start making standalone movies. Yeah, they're like they're going to make like a Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Oh, that's gonna be sweet. And I know, we're rehashing other episodes, but fuck it. But we have enough episodes now. It's so like fuck it. You know, right, rehash it with us. I don't even remember what episode this. No, was. It, was one the, it was one early one. Probably don't five. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Boba Fett and I would love. There's so much cool. Stuff. I would I would love for there to be a. Uh, like a standalone movie, but to- like on a Jedi we haven't seen, you know, or maybe we ha- maybe we've talked about like uh, Darth P- Plagueis yeah. or whatever, something like that, like an old Sith way back in the day before all this, and have that just be a standalone kind of a historical film. I guess you could say it's a historical prequel of some, of some sort. Yeah, I would love to see some of that. You know, they have the uh, the games uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, which. I feel like epicness and story-wise is like some of the best like Star Wars story out there, where like this Sith um, gets his fucking memory yeah. knocked out, and like his apprentice attacks him, yeah. and during the attack he like gets conked on the head or something and loses his memory, and fucking gets somehow like retaken up with the Jedi, becomes a Jedi Knight. To battle his apprentice who's taken his spot. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Oh, so fucking badass, dude. And then the, 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 his apprentice found the location of this, like, ancient artifact called the Star Forge. Yeah. That, like, allows him to just, like, crank out ships, just, like, you know, to take over the galaxy, basically. Nice. Fucking epic, dude. But, that, you know, that just remind, reminded me of something I had thought of a while ago about canon. Because in the movies, they talk about the rule of two. Yeah. But they don't explain, like, Darth Bane started the Rule of Two way yeah. back in the day. But they talk about the Rule of Two. So, therefore, some of those books, you almost have to still consider canon because if you just talk about the Rule of Two, you don't ever mention where it comes from. Well, There's a did whole they backstory. Say, did they I say mean, all of the books are no longer canon? Or did they the say only, all of the books ap- that take place after the movies? How I, understand, a- how I understand it is all six movies, the, cl- the Clone Wars, the, the TV shows. Yeah. Are only considered canon. The TV shows are canon. I love the Clone Wars animated yeah, series. Yeah, they're really considered good. they're considered canon. And okay. the animated movie too. The I don't know. The, the, you know, it's a basic Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, those are all considered canon. Anything that was released in theaters canon, except Ewok Adventures. I guess. I mean, even though they don't really have any yeah, part yeah. of the storyline, there's spinoffs that. I guess they're not considered canon. Yeah, that makes well, sense. Um, I mean, they, they have really no relevance other than the fact that Ewoks happen to be in it. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. But, yeah, I mean, the books did set up a lot of stuff. And they can't throw it all out. I mean, there's so much. Well, you know they're going to be borrowing from it. I mean, the, the writers had to have, you know, for ideas or whatever. Or maybe they... I wouldn't be surprised if they took elements from the Thrawn trilogy. Because, I, I mean, I've, I've read some Star Wars books. But no, I'm not like you. I haven't read hundreds of them. But uh, that one, even I, even I was aware that like those ones are pretty freaking like 
Almost like that's the bar Dude, for all Star I, Wars I, I, books. I shit you not. Know, trilogy. I've read so many books. I don't know how many books I've read. I've read a lot. Anybody who knows me knows I love fantasy. Yeah. Um, and science fiction. And the Thrawn trilogy. Thrawn is one of the best bad guys. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I almost think Thrawn's better than Vader. Really? Yeah. Could be so. Yeah, I would love it if Thrawn, and also Mara Jade, you know, Luke's uh, future wife. Yeah. She's too good to get oh, rid of. That reminds me, oh, this is me cool. I did hear a little bit of a leak. Yeah. And they don't know if it, this is, it was some YouTube show. Yeah. So I, I can't remember which, I'm sorry, I'm not quoting them, but... Basically, some insiders, and they, again, because J.J. Abrams is notorious for, like, keeping things on the download, keeping things secret. Oh, yeah. And they think this could possibly be leaked on purpose yeah. uh, to throw everybody off. But part of the part of the, the plot to Force Awakens is Luke has secluded himself because he has come too powerful. He doesn't want to be used for evil or potentially turn evil. Oh, he does, yeah. And so he secludes himself, but then the Sith rise up somehow, or a Sith, you know, rise up and are threatening the new Republic. And so the three main characters in the movie, they're like, their mission is to go find Luke, like, you need to save us. And the confusion in this leak was they weren't, the person who leaked it wasn't even sure if, like, Luke ended up turning to the dark side, and that's, like, where, like, where really shit starts to happen, or if he trains one of them to become a Jedi because he can't go do it himself or something, but it's part, like, the, the leak is that he secludes himself because he's become too powerful. I can see that. Luke so, has always sort of been, like, even throughout the books and stuff, like, one of my favorite, yeah. like, Jedi. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think we talked about this, like, we we tried to rank powerful Jedi, and I always suck that's with, the first like, episode. Luke is, like, one of them, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. And, uh, fucking cat just launched she just herself. locked herself in a room. <laughs> but man, Luke is just fascinating. Even in all, <coughs> even in all the books and stuff, he's just super awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did defeat Darth Vader. So yeah, yeah. Fucking fight me on a bitch. Oh. In the books, he does fall to the dark side at one point. He becomes yeah. the Emperor's apprentice when the Emperor comes back. Yeah. Which I feel like, why would he? fall to the dark side then if he wasn't going to f- fall to the dark side before. I think it was a matter of like he thought that he could control it. Like I think he thought that he could... Oh, was he trying to become a dark Jedi? Because I know there's a difference between dark Jedi and Sith. Dark Jedi... Well, he became... Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Luke he... has showed tendencies of being a dark Jedi. The force choke that he used on those pig dudes in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That's generally a which is part, move. Which is part of why the machete order of the movies makes sense, because you get to see, like, this dark path that Luke takes. Yeah. And if you view it as, like, oh, my God, is he being tempted by the dark side right now? Yeah. Like, then a lot of things about the movies, like, kind of illuminate themselves yeah. in that way. Because he does. He struggles with the dark side, even when he's dueling Darth Vader at the very end. You yeah. know, when he's like, oh... You have a sister, blah, 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 blah. And then he just loses his fucking shit and he pulls out his lightsaber and then the music fucking starts and he's just fucking beating him down over and over and over. He's using aggression. That's the number one thing a Jedi can never do. You can't, you can't fight with emotion. But see, like dark Jedi back in the day would actually, um, they would, they would embrace some of those darker, like aggression stuff. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't do evil with it. Yeah. But they would embrace... Well, I don't know. I think he thought he could control it. And he definitely was the apprentice of the Emperor. So... Oh, okay. But then Han Solo killed the Emperor. Nice. Go Han what Solo. What did Indiana Jones do? Hmm. Not that. He kicked the Nazis' ass in two movies. Yeah. Loon, you think Luke... Real villains, right? You think Han Solo... Real... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh... I'm talking about make-believe time. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah make-believe. Uh... What, are we, what are we up to? Fifty-seven? Is that yeah, what you're trying yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, real bad guys. You're full of shit. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, um. But uh. So yeah. I'm, but. But uh. Oh, but uh. I mean, I'm still pretty stoked. Oh, shut up! That joke is gold. <laughs> That's that joke will stand the test of time. 
You know, and it reminds me, Rhett. Does it, Kane? When bad things get you down. <laughs> you have nowhere to turn. Yeah. And you're in so much pain. All you can do is sing. Music can be a wonderful thing, Rhett. And I was just thinking to myself the other day. When I was on Twitter. At Kane Arena. K-A-N-E-R. W-A-N-E-R. <laughs> and I was looking at your Twitter account. Yeah, Red is Awesome. At? Yeah, at Red is Awesome. So I mean, what would it be like if someone gave us a phone call? At? Oh, yeah. Six, five, seven. Six, five, seven. Five seven triple eight dual. Okay. 
good? Okay. You echo everything I say. Like how far behind? Whatever. Okay. Alright. I'll do the time. So what if I say? So what if I say? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And I'm red. It's a trap.